1: Host of Locked on Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked on Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, and online at FanStreamSports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked on Rays. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Rays and shoot us an email, Locked on Rays at gmail.com. Well, Ulysses, the first round of the 2021 MLB draft is in the books. I don't know why I get so excited about this thing because I hardly know any of the players, but I do. And the Rays, uh, of course, had two picks yesterday taking uh, shortstop Carson Williams with the 28th selection out of California's Torrey Pines High School. And then with the 34th pick, compensation pick. They took Cooper Kinney, a left-handed second baseman out of the Baylor school, Baylor high school in Tennessee. Are you excited yet? Are you pumped up? Are you ready to see what, uh, are are you waiting with bated breath to see what these guys will do in the big league six, seven years from now?
0: Well, you know, I got to tell you, this was the, the longest I had watched draft coverage since 10 years ago. I mean, hey, I used to watch that deserves it. a standing ovation. I love it.
1: Hey,
0: <laughs> nothing else going I, on really on a, on an evening, on a Sunday evening. So no, no, I had no soccer left to watch, but um, yeah, they're, they're, you know, I think that speaks to how well they did it. You know, there was no sound Sunday night baseball. So you put the MLB draft. I think that they, they did a great job mm-hmm. there. MLB doing it um, race focus though, coming in, I wanted bats. I wanted, yeah. look, let's just get sure bats. Let's go for it both um, for both rounds, 20, 28th and 34th. But um, once they were done, once the the two picks were actually finalized and it came out to be two middle infielders from high school, my first reaction was like, hmm, that's odd. Um, there's like 12 other guys uh, right. that are ahead of these, uh, of these youngsters who are already a in middle infielder. So it, it kind of puzzled me a little bit, but if the rays are targeting these kids as middle infielders, there has to be a reason for it. And the, I think the reason is that they're the most versatile athletic guys, which means they have the, the, the biggest possibility to adapt changes so you can ask a shortstop who has been a shortstop all his life and say you know what can you try third hey you know what can you try a corner outfield position like you you can move those guys because they're so athletic so I think that's the basis of it is if they're really good already middle infielders then they can be you know above average at any other position because those just demand so much from 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 the human body so Uh, I'm excited now, but I do have to say that picking two middle infielders from high school, which like you said, I know you're you're being kind of tongue in cheek, funny six years from now, but let's be honest, you won't see these guys until 2025 at the earliest.
1: Yes. At the earliest. And it's funny because I, all I was thinking, so both these kids, I assume are around 18, 18 and some change. And then my first thought was, wonder Franco is only 20 years old. He's probably less than two years older than these kids. Yeah. And he's already <laughs> making an impact in the major league. So just a mm-hmm. kind of a little food for thought with that. It's funny because last year in last year's five round draft, the Rays took two college shortstops in mm-hmm. Alec Williams and Tanner Murray. So finding a spot for all these guys. And to your point, it's like, I don't see many teams out there uh, drafting high school, first baseman. Usually you draft the best athlete, the best player on the team in high school and oftentimes in college, is playing middle infield, shortstop, whatever it may be. Although it is funny because I learned that. So the Williams kid, I guess he's sort of a two-way player. I don't know if yes. he can stick there or what, but maybe that's a strategy. Do a little Drake, Jake Cronenworth action there. Cooper Kinney also plays third base. So, um, but to your point, I mean, you look at the Rays farm system right now the amount of middle infield types. And if you include the guys at the major league level, I mean, of the, the raised top 30 prospects, according to MLB.com, you have Wander Franco, you have Vidal Bruhan, you have Xavier Edwards, who also played in the futures game. Uh, not bad for a slap blank prospect, according to Blake Snell, <laughs> Taylor walls, Greg Jones, who's 23, 23 years old and is still in high a ball. Carlos Colmenares, who's 17 years old and playing in rookie ball. Alejandro PA, I think uh, you know, 17, 18 years old, also in rookie ball. Aleka Williams, Pedro Martinez, and Curtis Meade. I think those are the top 10 middle infield prospects. Uh, that, that's 10 of the top 30. That, and then you might add another couple with Carson Williams and Again, Cooper Kinney. So that's 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 an
0: asset. And it, and if they all develop, which it's very difficult to all, for all of them to develop, yes. but if at least three or four develop, not only do you have say four develop out of that top 10, three could make an impact in your team. And one could be a trade piece that gives you something that you, that you desperately need. Um, It's, it's a good, it's a good spot to have a lot of shortstops that are good. I don't, I don't think that, you know, again, if you want to, you know, uh, can we say roster bait in this podcast? I guess we we can. Yeah, there we go.
1: (laughs) I'm sure we've said worse things on the pod before, so go for it.
0: You know, if, if just those don't just to, don't do
1: any hand motions over there,
0: <laughs> those you can say the word, that. but I
1: don't need any uh, visuals. <laughs>
0: if, if, if if you want to do that, um, it gets a little bit like confusing. You're like, no, I don't yeah. want to have 11 shortstops. But in the, at the end of the day, those are assets and you can really just, you know, trade them away for, for, for something that you need. So I don't think it's a bad spot to have good 11 draft guys that are you know really good middle infielders i don't think that's a problem
1: so did you watch did you watch mlb network or espn which outlet did you watch the draft with espn espn okay i flipped back and forth a little bit and i gotta say i thought mlb mlb network did a much better job with the analysis and all the people that they had on i mean they had a Former GM on, they had the coach of Vanderbilt on. They they went to players Sean Casey, Cece Sabathia. Whereas ESPN to me, it seemed they had more bells and whistles and graphics, and the production element was there. But the content at times, it seemed like they were winging it a little bit. Like, yeah, I, I felt like, oh god, he was the guy Carl Ravage. Like, all he was talking about was Kamar Rocker and how he was dropping, he d- didn't mention anything else about you know, so. Oh, great for this kid. What are you seeing? That no, it's just uh, rocker sliding, sliding, sliding. No, like, hey, I ESPN, they they definitely put more money into the, the visual elements, but the actual uh, talking knowledge. heads, I don't think were as good as MLB. I mean, MLB had. I, they like 10 guys, they're, they're cutting in and I mean, they're, they did a great job. And I mean, it's good that at least MLB is getting coverage from both vantage points there.
0: Sure. And you know, I, I, I for like a good 30 minutes, I just, I, I had to mute ESPN and I actually went on Twitter and put the live stream from mm-hmm. um, the locked on guys, Aaron Layton from locked on MLB prospects and Locked on um, Marlins and Jeff Ellis from locked on Indians. They were going at it uh, and they were more fun than the ESPN guys. And they knew more than the ESPN guys. I learned more from two colleagues than I did from the ESPN. So I can definitely, uh, uh, you know, back your claim up that it was more bells and whistles from ESPN than actual knowledge. It was great
1: seeing Rob Manfred get booed every time he came up to make a (laughs) selection. Very Roger Goodell. Yeah. with all that, I will say about the draft one thing. And again, we won't know for several years, whether these guys pan out or don't pan out, but I get, I get some nightmares at times. I get a little bit of goosebumps when I see that a catcher from Florida state was named, you know, college catcher of the year in the Rays <sighs> bypass They don't draft Matthew Nelson from Florida state, who was the Buster Posey national collegiate catcher of the year, ACC player of the year. Yeah. Won the Johnny Bench Award, was a finalist for the Dick Houser Trophy, and a semifinalist for the Golden Spikes Award. Moreover, he was named the perfect game slash Rawlings player of the year. He fell to the Cincinnati Reds at 35, who definitely have a type with uh, Sunshine State catchers. But I look, I don't think Nelson is quite the player that Posey was in college. I mean, Posey was bad in like 450, 460. Right. Nelson was 330 this year, but it, it just, I, 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 I with PTSD. Like, my, yes, PTSD. I mean, That's I'm, what it is. It, it was a traumatic yeah. experience with uh, <laughs> 2008 and the Rays taking Tim Beckham instead of uh, Buster Posey with that. Uh, the other thing, too, was did you happen to hear Sternberg's comments uh, criticizing the draft and up on his soapbox and, and so forth? I
0: have not. I have not okay. received that text message from Stu.
1: Yeah. So, Stu, I don't know the context of this interview, when or where it happened, but... Uh, He says, quote, the structure of the amateur draft is an absolute disgrace and an abomination. We and other lower-revenue teams continue to get severely penalized for our successes. Basically, what he is trying to say is that low-revenue teams should be able to draft higher in the draft. But I look, I think no other... This is not how sports leagues work. If you win the Super Bowl if you win the Stanley cup, if you win the NBA finals trophy, you're picking last. That's how it works. And at least MLB right. has compensation picks for guys that become uh free agents and don't resign with the team. So and guess I don't no. know what to tell Stu Sternberg. I, I feel like he's griping. about
0: silly stuff. at think, think I do. I think, I think, you know what, take it to the next uh, owner's meetings and say, you know what we should do? Trade picks. Trade picks. I agree with that. You, I agree with that. You know, like That's your 28th cool. pick. You don't like your twenty eighth pick? Well, let let talk to you know the Detroit Tigers. Talk to the, the Pittsburgh Pirates and okay, can we make something happen? Talk to the Angels. How the Angels skipped over over Kumar Rocker? I know I sound like Carl Ravitch right now, but how the Angels skipped out on him? The Rockies did too. It's it's insane. I, did the I, I Angels take I, a picture? Uh, a picture? Yes, Sam something. I forget. Oh, oh yeah, I think they took the guy out of Miami. Bachman. I think they they took Sam Bachman.
1: Yeah, if you're the Rockies and the Angels, well, if you're the Rockies, you just need to draft pitchers who strike out every single batter, yes. like have insane yeah. strikeout rates. But my point with Sternberg is that um okay, so the the only thing I'd really change about the MLB draft or that you really can change is adding in a lottery system for the teams that tank. So the 10 worst teams, you throw them in a a bowl, you you pick the name out of the hat and then instead of, okay, the absolute worst, the absolute, the, the, the team with the absolute would, worst yeah. record picks that first and then trading draft picks. I think that's, yeah. that's a big thing. So I, I think Sternberg has some, some sour grapes with that. Uh, so a couple other things, and then we'll move on here. We'll get to our takeaways from the weekend uh, going into the all-star break uh, Louisville catcher, Henry Davis went number one, overall to the Pittsburgh pirates. Uh, the first local kid, Gunner Hoagland out of 5A High School in Pasco County and eventually uh, pitched at Ole Miss. He wound up to the Blue Jays at number 19. The Blue Jays definitely have a type as well. They love Tampa Bay area kids. Nate Pearson, CJ Van Eyck, the list goes on and on with that. It's funny because Hoagland was actually drafted out of high school by the Pirates with like the 63rd, 62nd pick, something like that. And he didn't sign. Like, I feel like if you get drafted that high, And they're throwing you, you know, 800, 900, a million dollars that you would sign. But probably smart to say, yeah, I'm a pitcher. I got drafted by the Pirates. I don't think I want to sign with the Pirates right now. I think I'll I'll play in
0: college for a couple of years. Yeah, I'll wait. I'll I'll see what the college experience is all about. Yeah. And
1: then, of course, uh, the other big storyline was Rocker uh, dropping all the way to 10 to the New York Mets. May have to get Evan Klosky's take on that later in the week. I know he's had some kind of velocity issues up and down, like one start, he'll, he'll be topping out at 91, 92. The next start he'll be at 94, 96, but it is what it is with that. We'll see. So a uh, draft uh, day, two of the draft rounds two through 10 today starts at 1. PM uh, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track it all at bet online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC, MMA action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign today. And receive a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit by using the promo code Locked On. That's L O C K E D O N. Locked On. L O C K E D O N. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. Okay, Ulysses. Uh, we are at the designated midway point. The All Star Break. The Rays have some momentum going into that. Uh, what were your takeaways, observations, what you learned from the past weekend?
0: Uh, there was a lot to learn uh, yes. over the weekend. I keep learning that Yandi Diaz is underrated uh within the fan base. I keep seeing comments that, oh, he's got no pop. I, I want another first baseman. And I'm you're kidding me. Can't right? help but I can't help but but think that they're not really watching the same games that I'm watching because when <sighs> most of the team is just a three uh true outcome uh, Team, yeah, and and this guy can just put the ball in play that which which is so nice to see. I just don't understand that. So, I, I think I, he's I keep learning uh, that.
1: I think he is like, uh, he's led the league in OPS, uh, since 2020. It's insane, <laughs> and he and he handles the glove well as well, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, he he he's not a clunker with the, with the glove either. I mean, he doesn't have a lot of range at third, but if it's near him, he'll he'll make the play. So I keep learning that. Um, I I keep learning that uh, a week and a half ago, I think I said buy Brendan Lowski, and the guy is apparently getting hot. I mean, I don't want to put a jinx on it, so that's as much as I'll say today. But I'm just saying, people, just keep an eye on that. But what I really want to focus in on is Joey Wendell becoming an all-star. I, I think that's the biggest takeaway for me during the weekend. This is a guy that we've said that he's an all-star since the second week in April, uh, if not the first, really. Uh, we have been banging this drum loudly on our Twitters, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> on our tweets, and 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 uh, on this podcast. So I'm really happy for, for Joey Wendell, a guy who right now is... OPS is close to 800. He's batting 275. Uh, he You can put him at third. You can put him at short. You can put him at second. You can put him in a corner outfielder if, uh, position if you need to. You can put him all the way up and down the lineup. Um, this is this is a guy who hustles. So he, he'll he make the defense hurry and make a problem. He can steal some backs. He'll run the bases uh, well. It, just an all-around really great player. I'm so happy for him. He's leading the team in war right now at 2.5. I mean, I don't know what else to say to say that Joey Wendell is an all-star and deservedly so. Do you think he makes another all-star
1: game in his career or he's more of a one and done guy like we kind of
0: alluded to with Mike Zanino? I think he has a better shot at doing it again than Mike. I think he has a better shot because, you know, with with catchers, the injury risk is just too much, you know, and, and, you know, another oblique situation could hurt Mike in a way that he performs like he did the last three seasons rather poorly. Uh, Joy Wendell, though, uh, I could see I could see this happening again and I could see this. I know that Ben Zobra's moniker. Is is a heavy one, and it should be because of what he provided for the Rays and, and ultimately for the Cubs as too uh, as well too, but uh, well and the Royals as well. Uh, yeah. But uh, I think Joy Wendell is nearing that Ben Zobers moniker. I, 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 the most that anybody has gotten close to that has been Joy Wendell. I think this is a guy who is a very valuable piece in your roster, but could be a valuable trade piece as well. I mean, he's cheap and, and and yet, and he's producing like an all-star. I mean, that's basically the dream.
1: Yeah, although I would find it tough for the Rays to trade him at this point in the season. Like, yeah. you have a chance to make the playoffs and do damage in the playoffs. And I would want, if I'm Kevin Cash, if I'm in the front office, I would want Joey Wendell on the roster for sure. Okay. Who knows? He may make, now to Zanino, uh, it's funny because... I think that, yeah, he might be a one and done guy, but I guess working in his favor is the fact that there's not a lot of uh, thumping catchers out there. There's not a long list to choose from as of yet. Now, maybe when Adley Rushman and some of these other guys come up, perhaps, possibly, but as of right now, it's Salvador Perez is really the only guy that's that's mashing as a catcher. Um, But Joey Wendell, you know, if if players continue to opt out of this thing, of this all-star game, then Joey Wendell may, Joey Wendell and others may get opportunities, which it's great for them, but it also sucks for the fans that, oh, we're not seeing Jacob DeGrom. Oh, we're not seeing Mookie Betts. Oh, we're not seeing, I don't know if anybody wanted to see any of the Astros players initially, but- for, No, they did. For Astros they players, wanted to boom. Yeah. They wanted to boom, yeah. But I mean, they still had, they, they still got voted in one way or the other. So I think it's kind of, a slap in the face that there's so many opt outs this season. Like, I think it's, it's almost gotten to a point of a record number of opt outs and for as much money as these guys make. And I get, you want the, the time off the rest. You want to visit your family, but it's really a lot of these guys in a couple years, uh, nobody's going to care about them. No, nobody's going to talk about them or their career and they're going to be, well, maybe I should have played in that additional yeah, my, my point is if Shohei otani is willing to show up to the thing and might pitch and bat like yeah damn sure that everybody else unless you have a valid injury excuse i get uh, it but you would still you should still probably show up to the thing at the injury, very least, quite frankly
0: or like you know, I, I know a couple of players have, have opted out because of you know their 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 partners are you know waiting to give birth so you know obviously that that that's huge stuff. but yeah I, I understand your your argument like if you're just wanting for the rest like man like that, that does seem like a a little bit of a slap in the face if if, if people voted for you but again I, we've talked about how that is already, you know uh flawed the 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 voting system is already flawed and and that actually gives a little bit more weight to to the fact that it is flawed guys are just saying you know what no i i I, i'd rather not play but i do think that the guys that say i don't want to play have been there and done that you don't hear mike zunino or joy wendell say well you know i need my rest oh i need to be uh, with my family for god's sakes mike zunino's got like two toddlers Like if somebody, if somebody wants to spend time at home would be a guy with two toddlers, but no, it's his first one. So he'll go with the two toddlers and the wife, you know, Uh, I think the guys that are saying no, it's because they are like, yeah, I've got enough memorabilia from the other six all-star games that I've been to.
1: Right. I still think, I don't know if you should not give them a bonus for not attending the all-star game or whatever it may be, but I feel like something at some point has to be done if this continues to uh, be the way it is. By the way, do you think so? Joey Wendell gets the selection. Was he the next most deserving player on the Rays to get the designation? Not yeah. Austin Meadows or Brandon Lau or you know whatever name you want to throw out there. Tyler, Tyler Glass now can't really count him because he's injured. But of the available players that could have been selected for this thing, maybe Andrew Kittredge
0: or whatever. I don't know. Um, was was it Wendell's turn, so to speak? It was, it was Wendell. I think if, if I had my cake and I could eat it too, I would probably throw in one of Kittrich and and McHugh. Um, you know, if, if I were cash or if I were, you know, somebody in power, I would probably put, put one of their names, if not both of their names, um, in, in the ring, but no, Joey Wendell, definitely above everybody else. I mean, you, you needed that, that Ray's type player and Joey wendell is as ray as as you can get uh you know what joey wendell and mike zanino what they need for their
1: plane ride and to get amped up for the all-star game i think they need a built
0: bar or two i'm just saying i think so too you know why because they're healthy and delicious too they're covered with chocolate and they come in every type of flavor that you can think of. They've got uh, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, coconut, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, my favorite, of course, peanut butter brownie, German chocolate. You've got them all. So there is pl- there are plenty of delicious flavors. And they're not only delicious, but when, when we say that they're healthy, look at these stats. 17 to 18 grams of protein, Calories ranging from 130 to 180, only five or four grams of sugar. It's fantastic. They're amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. You've got to go to BuiltBar.com, order today, and get the new one, the Grasshopper Cookie. I just checked. Yes. It was only available for last week, but this week is still on the website. So get the Grasshopper Cookie or the Raspberry or whatever you like. There are plenty of flavors for you. So today, go to built. Dot com and use promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off your order. So use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com.
1: Uh Okay, Ulysses, getting to my takeaways and observations from the weekend. First, I want to present this. So uh, I want to go back in time a little bit to some of the Rays' top overall draft picks from the last half dozen years or so. 2020, of course, the race selected Nick Bitsko with their top pick. 2019, Greg Jones, 2018, Matt Liebertor, 2017, Brendan McKay, 2016, Josh low and 2015, former guest on the show, Garrett Whitley. Um, what do you think about that group? Is the jury still out? Uh, you're you're I mean, a lot of those guys still haven't have yet to play in the majors and still have some work to do, but on the whole, do you think that'll be, will those be good choices when we look back 10, 15 years from now?
0: I think, I think so. I, I don't think that, that, I don't, I, you know, the Josh sales or Saley, whatever you, you um, say his name, that, that's a worse take, you know, the Nick right. Shufo's he made it, but you know, wasn't that successful. Richie Schaefer, he made it another way, you know. I think he yeah. he's a Twitch guy now and and writes books. Uh, I I think that that was a worse period than those names that you you just mentioned. I think the the jury's still out. So uh, you've got a guy like Brendan McKay. You got Libertor, who by the way got you Randy Rosarena, who got you basically a World Series uh, appearance. Right. So that already paid for itself. Libertor yeah. already paid for itself. A game four, the, the 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 run that the race went through last year. That paid for itself, so that was a great pick. That was a great pick. Yes. McKay, obviously rehabbing. Hopefully, Garrett Whitley, he's crushing it in Double A. Hopefully, uh, a promotion is in his future very soon. McBitsko again injured, so you you gotta hope that he's coming back from uh, rehab pretty well. <sighs> a lot of a lot of um, incognito, a lot of question marks yeah. in those names though, and not not a lot of sure power. Hey, this is going to be a roster impact sort of guy. So, right there, there there are question marks. Yes, I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah.
1: What I can say though is I think whatever happens with these guys, I think it's safe to say, as you alluded to, it's going to be better by default than the previous six or so years. Yes. 2008, Tim Beckham. 2009, Levon Washington did not sign, by the way. 2010, mm-hmm. Josh Sale, maybe the biggest head case the Rays have ever drafted. No, I'll t- I take that back. Uh, uh, Brandon Martin was the biggest head case uh, the the Rays really? have ever drafted. Uh, Josh was pretty bad. Well, Brandon Martin slaughtered his entire family, so I would I think I'll lean towards Brandon yeah. Martin uh, yeah, that. With would, that. Yeah, but that would. Josh Sale was yeah total. He, he was throwing quarters at strippers. He's actually playing. I think he's actually gotten his life back on track and is playing indie ball, has a family, and is like seems to be on the straight and narrow. But he, he was a guy that was loaded with talent. But just man, you, that's where he, you got to go into the makeup, you got to go into the personality, yeah. you got to go into the work ethic. And will this guy not, you know, totally be like a bad PR sign with that? Uh, 2011 yeah. Taylor Guerrero. 2012, Richie Schaefer, 2013, Nick Chufo, Chufo, however you pronounce it. I mean the fact that we don't know how to pronounce it goes to show you that he did not do anything. And then 2014, Connor Gillespie. Yeah. All misses. All whips. All misses. Yeah. As far as that's I mean, at least Tim Beckham had a little bit of a career, but
0: everybody else outside of that was no bueno. And you can't and you and, and again, like to, to Stu's point, and like, oh, you're screwing out the 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 poor revenue teams too. How, you got to draft better, though. And again, again yeah. that's a weird thing to say about the Rays because they usually do draft really well. But it seems like in the first couple of rounds, the Rays don't really, you know, maximize the potential of, of, of these players. Usually I, I don't think that's yeah. a look at all these names. Look at all those names since 2008. And you tell me if they've maximized their first and second round picks. Yeah, I, I think that's a no. I think that's a yeah. no. And I think that's fair to say that I think that's a f- fair argument. And so, yeah, Stu can cry all he wants. But, you know, sometimes when you're given how many of those have been, you know, top five picks. Right. A few, yeah. A few. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so you you can't just say, oh, woohoo me? No. Like, you know, yeah. is, you've missed and the, the other thing with Stu too, is like they
1: probably get into a tough tough, hard negotiating game. If they did have a top pick, like, no, uh, we're we're not going to give you the the $8 million slot bonus. We're only going to give you five. Like there'd be a lot of games with that. And then I feel like there'd be a lot of creative accounting too with the, oh yeah, we're really, really low revenue this year. That means we should have the top pick, right? Like as if teams aren't already doing creative accounting, you're just lending itself to more creative accounting. So I just wanted to point that out with the draft. I also have a little brief trivia question for you. So, okay. Um, The MLB draft has been held every year since 1965, and of the first overall picks, first overall, Alex Rodriguez has the most war at 113.7. Which pitcher who was taken first overall has the most war? You're
0: asking this at a Locked on Race podcast. First overall. So I'm going to go with David Price. And sir, you would be correct.
1: David Price, who currently has 42.0, or he Let's was of course, selected first overall in 2007. So again, a lot of pitchers
0: who get drafted first overall apparently do not yeah, count like, one way or the other. And I think we are all in, in, in the same camp David Price has had a really fine career. If he were to stop playing today, everybody would probably just give him a, a clap. We would be happy for him. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. He's not going to the Hall of Fame.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: that's the highest rated pitcher as a first overall since 1965. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough. It's tough. To, it's tough. It's tough. To draft, and so when you you, when you get kids in high school and all that, that might be some of the theory too. You know, in college, they've they've got their mannerisms, they've got everything already settled down as a college athlete. But as a high schooler, you might still be able to salvage some. You might be able to make some adjustments that you see, okay, yeah. we can just kind of work with you and, and, and give you time in the system, like four years time, full four years in each level. And that way you can play race baseball as we want you to play race baseball. Yeah. So maybe there is some, some something to that to, to picking high schoolers lately, right? Right. And maybe more bullets
1: too with those high school arms compared to college arms, because I know college coaches mm-hmm. for the most part, they don't care about, look, it's great when a player from their program gets drafted, but they're all about winning ball games. So if that requires Johnny to throw 130 pitches, he's going to throw. Johnny's throwing. Pitches. Yes, yeah. exactly. So there's, yeah. there's something to be made with that as well. Uh, I do have a take on Brandon Lau, but I might have to save that for Friday or, or later on in the week. Uh, considering he's starting to heat up. So we, we mm-hmm. that's a little uh, teaser for maybe later in the week there. Also, if you have any mailbag questions, we're planning to do a mailbag episode this week. Get those in. You can DM us on Twitter. You can DM us on Instagram. Or you can email us, lockdownrays at gmail.com.
0: And Kevin, you know, Locked on Race listeners, you are in for a treat because the next couple of weeks, we're going to have really interesting guests Mm -hmm. on the show. I'm not going to spill the beans. Uh, Kevin's already furious at me for saying so, but I just got to tell you that you got to listen this week. It's going to be really entertaining next week. We've also got some people on the docket. You are going to love these new interviews.
1: And that also includes Evan Klosky. Should note that. we, I can confirm we will be having Evan Klosky again on the show, but we will have additional special guests as well. So stay tuned for that. Very good. Okay, uh, that wraps up this edition of the Locked on Race podcast. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episodes of the Locked on Today and Locked on MLB Prospects podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.